Let's just kickstart this. Let's kick this pig. Three. You want to kick a pig? Two. Like, that would be difficult. One. Hi, welcome to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I, if you believe it or not, am Ricky. And I'm Sean. Dude, I'm excited. I am, but, I but am I, so I, excited, I, dude. But what I, I want to do is see Captain Marvel, since we already got one. Mm -hmm. They actually flip it, and it's Captain Marvel in Avengers 4. It's the Avengers 4 trailer. That's what I want to see. That's probably not going to happen. I know, hours. but it, I can <laughs> dream. You know, I, I, I'm very excited for Captain Marvel, but I don't know. I'm like you. I I want to see Captain Marvel. I'm excited to see that movie. Yes, the, the, the individual movie, Captain Marvel. But the shadow, the lurking Avengers 4. The actual shadow? It, it, no, the shadow knows about the Avengers 4 trailer. Um, you know... It's just always going to be over this until we get that Avengers four trailer. Until we maybe maybe this will give us a glimpse into something. Do you think that they would show in the Captain Marvel trailer a glimpse into something that she may encounter that we would be like, holy crap, that might deal with Avengers four. I think they'll give us a hint. I think we'll get a much bigger taste of. What we're dealing with, what's going on, we'll probably get some shape-changing scrolls. We probably get a um, a voiceover oh. by Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, if if they hinted it's a super scroll, I'm gonna die. But uh, yeah, I mean, more of what's going on, not so cryptic like the first trailer. And and I'll be done. <laughs> That's all I need. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. It will be amazing. <clears throat> I, I'm very excited to see the way the scrolls play into this, and maybe that alone will lead us into going, oh, wow, this Marvel Universe is already bigger than than we ever expected it to be. You know, the, the scrolls are definitely opening it up. Well, I love it. It's, it's actually getting a little bigger. Did you hear what was else was announced this week? Marvel Studios more. is fast-tracking <laughs> Shang-Chi, the master of Kung Fu. Oh, wow. Really? Fast-tracking? Yeah, which, I mean, it, that's... Do you, do, you think, do you think that means we're looking at this in the next few years? Next two or three? Uh, probably, you know, 2020, 2021. They've got to start getting those roles filled. I mean, they... You know, I mean, and this is not... A big surprise, you know, they have to, as these heroes and people and actors, you know, phase out, they've got to start phasing people in and to keep the ball rolling to not say, oh, now uh, Jared Leto is playing Iron Man, you know, not, not that kind of thing. They need new heroes. So, I mean, Shang-Chi... Um, you know, I never was a huge fan of, but I mean, that that style of what it is, you know, he's inspired by uh, Bruce Lee and the uh, Chopsaki, mm -hmm. the, you know, the the martial arts movies of the 70s. And, you know, dadgummit, a modern take on that. I I'm super excited. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe they hired the uh, fight choreographer from Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> season two, I hope. Se- season two, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I- I'm excited. I'm definitely interested into what shows or what, what movies, what characters we're going to get. Because like you said, the ones that we love, the ones that we talk about on a near weekly basis on this will fade away. And that next generation of superhero movie is coming. And I, this is super exciting. I, I'm the same as you. Uh, we'll see I what I, I don't, I don't remember Shang-Chi in, in a lot of the comics I own or have read, but I always pictured him as the comic book Bruce Lee. Like, like you had just said, you know, when, when I think of Shang-Chi, I just think of comic book Bruce Lee and it, it sets everything perfect. Well, I mean, for Marvel to do this, and as far as martial arts movies have come, if you've ever seen a movie like The Raid or, you know, mm. a, a modern, you know, badass martial arts film, but Marvel mm-hmm. doing it, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I'm ready. So, <laughs> I'm super pumped so, for this. So I, I'm just going to throw this out there as a crazy idea. What if Shang-Chi, the movie, was directed by Guy Ritchie? <laughs> wow wow that would, that would be, be awesome wouldn't it that would be crazy i'm into i'm into guy Ritchie. i like his stuff he's all right he's all right absolutely eh, he'll do all right so so ching shang chi and a captain marvel trailer what else we got this week well we got some bad news <laughs> then we got some wait a minute maybe not daredevil <laughs> see daredevil was canceled what yeah yeah Yes. What? Good Lord. What? Why? I've never seen. I've never seen so much like instant hate towards Netflix. Like there were people like, "That's it. Net Netflix subscription gone." Do you really think? I mean, from what I've read, Netflix did not cancel this. It wasn't Netflix that did it, right? Yeah. I mean, Disney has a hand in this. Um, Netflix said they canceled it. I mean, Marvel put out... Marvel extremely grateful to the huge audience that loved uh, Marvel's Daredevil. Um, let's see. They go on to thank everybody who was involved. And then they say, Marvel says, we look forward to more adventures with the man without fear in the future. Mm-hmm. Meaning there may be a life for Daredevil, Daredevil somewhere else. Well, when, when I seen this and I seen all the, the, the outrage and the silliness that was going on, because, I mean, uh, you know, I, I loved Daredevil. Like, he, he is definitely, hands down, the best out of the Marvel Netflix series. Well, let's, let's not lie. Kingpin... We, <laughs> Kingpin oh, yeah. Vincent is D'Anofrio the best. Oh my god! Amazing. Maybe may, he may be the best but, Marvel villain. Period. Yeah, but Charlie Cox does a great job. Yeah, he does as Matt Murdock. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. really great job. I mean, they and, really captured, uh, you know, the the Frank Miller Daredevil. You know, that whole thing. I mean, it's yeah. it's like a, a oh, yeah. swan song to Frank Miller. The entire first three seasons of Daredevil, and I absolutely love it. 
but the fact that everybody was like, well, these aren't going to Disney Plus or Disney streaming or whatever, you know, I, I was like, okay, that that's fine with me, honestly. How awesome would it be now that these TV shows are canceled if we got these characters integrated into our MCU officially? That was my idea, is when they say he'll return, how awesome would it be to see Charlie Cox's Daredevil with Tom Holland's Spider-Man teaming up against Vincent D'Onofrio Wilson Fisk. That would be pretty nice. See? Throw, throw some, throw some Moon Knight in there. Oh, you know. Total, Daredevil, Daredevil and... Uh, oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Like, Daredevil shows up in the Black Widow movie. <laughs> there you go. Ah. Holy crap! That would be oh, that would be that would be way good. Too yeah. much, too much, too much. But Stop. The, the only problem with that is, is then you would have to have Daredevil fight Hulk for the love of Scarlet or uh, Black Widow for some reason, and that just eh, that didn't that didn't well, vibe out. Okay, okay. Let's let's talk about that for a second. So there's that scene in Infinity War where uh, Anthony Mackie says awkward because. Yeah. Bruce says hi to Natasha. It How has does been. He know? It has it's been. Awkward. No, 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 no. It has been postulated that at this point, Cap and Black Widow are an item. Oh, and that's the reason he says it's awkward. awkward. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. You know what? It it doesn't matter. I, I like I've said before. Remember when we did the five things you, we don't like about Marvel? That's the thing. I don't. I truly yeah, yeah. You don't want no story. You just want punchy, story. punchy. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Punchy, punchy, fighty, fighty. That's all I need in my superhero. Jesus. Films. You know that seriously. But but yes, I'm sad about Daredevil being out um, on Netflix. Funny but enough, they I didn't say anything that, about Punisher. <laughs> Right. I think they're just waiting for the ball to drop. Like They're like, well, let's get one more season out of Punisher, and but then you, we'll cancel yeah, it. Yeah, but I, th I think Punisher, well, I mean, the rest of them too, but I mean, if Punisher's going to live somewhere, I don't think it'd be on Disney. I think they'd let it stay with Netflix, honestly. No, no, you know, because no, 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 Punisher no. is... Here, here's, here's, the, here's the exact thing where, where I was talking about. This is, this is where I started geeking out in my own head all this week and I was waiting for the podcast to unleash all the geekery that's going on in my head remember in the Spider-Man animated series where Morbius was getting hunted by the Punisher and Spider-Man ended up getting involved and stuff I was like and grew six arms and blah 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 if, yes, if I this know. was Jared Leto, Tom Holland and John Barenthal I would just be glued to that screen constantly like Ideas like that expand it way more. Like, I love the fact that we have this base, ground level, uh, all this, the groundwork is done. We've all been introduced to them thoroughly through Netflix. Now let's pull back on some RDJ, we'll pull back on some Chris Evans, Cap America, and let's, let's unleash these Netflix characters on the MCU and... Have have some like really well done stories. I mean, like you said, we we have all these characters. Let's start using them. Let's tell some amazing stories. Hmm. I would love it. Love it. 
All right, we can talk about it. Uh, Vision and the Scarlet Witch uh, confirmed. They changed it from mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch to Vision and Scarlet Witch. So now we can add Paul Bettany to the list of official people that have been signed up for TV series. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Mm-hmm. Vision and Scarlet Witch? That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, the, the comic... <laughs> I mean, one of the, the the comic Vision and Scarlet Witch was one of the worst miniseries ever made. But gosh, we're getting a we're getting a TV. I can't believe I can't believe we live in a time where we're getting a TV series named Vision and the Scarlet Witch, and it's and going it to be, be the people well out received. of the movies. And yeah. you know, we're getting a Loki TV series with Tom Hiddleston. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesus. Well, I mean, we've discussed this before that the the fine line from when we were growing up that was TV show actors and movie actors. That that line is getting erased. Mm. That that you you can flow back and forth very easily now. I mean, you got to think when when these TV show actors sign up some of them sign contract almost as big as movie deals. They they pay them very well. TV brings in great amounts of money. Maybe not the huge elaborate numbers that we see from a single film. But but if you took a season of a show like Vision and the Scarlet Witch and this was on Disney streaming and it brings in how many millions of people to watch just like we did for Netflix. That could be very profitable, especially for a brand new streaming service. Not that Disney's going to need the help. It'll, it'll survive just fine day one, but to have content like this on that streaming app will be so incredibly awesome. I, I cannot wait. And speaking of TV series, um, mm-hmm. we talked about last week that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was renewed for Season 7. We haven't even got Season 6 yet. Um, Superhero Hype just put up uh, the, one of the first images from Season 6. Guess who is the di- new director of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Who's that? You don't know him. Mac. <laughs> Mac from the... Uh, uh, from Ages of Shield has replaced Coulson. He's going to be the director, and that's that's pretty cool. If you knew who he is, he's the he's the guy wielding the shotgun axe, and uh, Mac's a pretty good guy. I like Mac. It's awesome. I like the idea of a shotgun axe. I like that. <laughs> yeah, so does he. It Sounds was, like a prime zombie killing weapon. Yeah, it's pretty awesome in the show. Um, I yeah, I thought that was really neat. I did want to talk about Transformers real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but it's mine, and it's my podcast. Um, uh, it looks like, so there's a big joke about Chinese Transformers, because that's where they make the knockoffs, you know, the cheap things coming out of China. Um, well, it looks like Hasbro has bit the bullet, and China is getting their own Transformers animated series and toys. Like That's this, pretty cool. This may be something that, does not get translated for American audiences. This is a Chinese-focused Transformers series, and it just the news broke today because people That's saw uh, really cool. Yeah, they found uh, listings well, in in uh, uh, Chinese catalogs and stuff. So, 
uh, that's that's kind of neat. I mean, I mean, if you if you think about it, for for the longest time, you know, uh, American culture has has really bled into the Chinese culture. Like, how many times did did Wow have to get changed before it was okay in China? You know, mm. but still, it was huge in China. When when we get these huge worldwide releases of movies, we're always surprised when you know something like Venom does really well in China. Uh, Warcraft was one that I remember stood out huge in China. So slowly, if you think about it, over the years we've we've chipped away and and they've learned to accept you know a lot of our culture into their society and. This is awesome that they're getting their own series, and you don't think this will be American dub. You you think this is for China? Yeah, I mean, we may get something out of it. We may get some toys to repurpose something. I mean, if the series is right. good, I mean, they could always... It wouldn't be the first time they w- would have dubbed something and brought it over here, like one of my favorites, uh, Car Robots, which turned into the first Robots in the Skies in 2000 was a Japanese animated show, an anime that was brought over and redubbed. And it was really great. The toys were awesome, and it was the first time we got we got real vehicles back since the Beast War era. And uh, it was fun. It was really fun, and I liked it. Some of my favorite uh, characters... Actually, there's, there's the... Uh, if you ever see the black version of Optimus Prime, known as either Scourge or Nemesis Prime... That's the first place that character appeared, and uh, it, I thought the show was great. Uh, but I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen with this. Now I had one other piece of Transformers news. Sean, did you click on this link in the notes? I I looked at it when you posted it on okay. the web page. Well, wow. So wow. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. Masterpiece Transformers are you know a high end collector line of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, kind of a changing aesthetic. Like whenever it first happened, they were really big. Uh, like the first MPO one Optimus Prime is this really huge, like foot and a half tall transforming Optimus Prime. Looks really neat. We were wowed by it at BotCon. We got to see the prototype, and it was crazy, and everybody was you know pumped. And then um, about MP ten which was the second version of Optimus Prime, they they turned on a dime and went, hey, these are going to be the toys. They're going to look perfect in vehicle form. They, you know, they're 124th or whatever scale. Perfect models were licensing from the car companies, reacquiring right. those licenses. They, the, they got the Volkswagen license back. That was the first time it happened. They issued that uh, Bumblebee. But, but they these were, look like... They were very cartoon-looking well, no, well, very toy-looking and car-perfect mm-hmm. uh, robots. But as they went through it, uh, some of the some of the uh, art direction and the creators of the line changed and went to other things. And Masterpiece started moving toward a the cartoon look. Like there's a couple like uh, Grapple and uh, um, uh, uh, Sunstreaker that are really cartoon model-based robots and perfect vehicles. Well, here comes MP44, I think. It's Masterpiece Optimus Prime version 3. Mm-hmm. 
dead ringer for the cartoon model. If you've ever watched the original Transformers cartoon, Optimus Prime in the in in the cartoon looks nothing like the toy. <laughs> right. And they they got close with uh, MP10, the the second version of Optimus Prime. This one is perfect screen accurate, pretty damn close Optimus Prime that transforms into a accurate uh, Freightliner truck. So, I mean, I would be, be awesome. happy to have just the cab. I mean, my MP10 comes with a trailer that's perfect. Right. But he comes with a bunch of stuff. And that bunch of stuff puts him at three hundred and seventy bucks. <laughs> so that is, that is I, unreal. We, I, this house will be doing without. <laughs> right. And, I mean, and, that's just and, that's like double. You know that I, that's more than yeah, I've that, paid for any transformer, and I don't know that it's that one's not happening. Like if it goes on sale at some point because nobody's buying it, which people will buy it, right. uh, maybe. But so so in all honesty, this price will go up constantly because it is so collectible. Well, you see, this is kind of unique. I mean, this is the third version of this. It it comes with some things like direct from the cartoon. They have uh, uh, models of the two humans, you know, Spike and Spark mm-hmm. Plug. It comes with like a jetpack accessory that none other came with. It's only in one episode, like the first three episodes, more than meets the eye. There's a, it comes with a star scream head and shoulders because there was one time where he dressed up as Optimus prime and he takes the head off and it's, <laughs> and it's him. That's pretty hilarious. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It comes with like the battle damage prime from uh, head and, and side from the movie. Yeah, no, it's it's too much. It's I'm not doing it. It's beautiful. It's Don't get much. me wrong. It is beautiful. Yes. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like that uh demon demon dog from uh Ghostbusters that we thought Oh, was the awesome head, was- the mounted head that was like $1000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, but I'll tell you what is happening that caught my attention. Nick Nolte in Star Wars. What in the world? <laughs> Man. Nick Nolte in Star Wars. Nick Nolte, like that's uh, you know, down and out in Beverly Hills. Nick Nolte. Um, yeah, blue chips. <laughs> blue chips. You know? it, it's just, it, it's not the fact that, yeah, yeah, it is weird. It's really weird, you know. Nick Nolte doesn't. I mean, I, I've never sat down and watched interviews with the guy. I can't speak. Like, let me tell you, Nick. That, he just doesn't strike me as a as a nerd or as a you know as as a fan of things I mean, he's, that we like but but I mean I don't know him so I, I can't say that like I just said I can't it just seems weird to me that Nick Nolte is going to be in Star Wars yeah I mean and uh, he was in the Hulk I mean he was uh <laughs> he was a uh, 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 Eric Bana's uh, dad. In, in that first Hulk movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I fell asleep. You were talking about something boring. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll go. I was, I was I was when you, you just watch me go. I was hoping for I was hoping for Ang Lee to release some doves. Oh my God. Anyway, uh, he's going to be in the Mandal- uh, the Mandalorian and actress Gina Car- Carano. Um, you know mm-hmm. her. I'm a fan of. I don't know. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
but so, um, this, this yeah. is really this series is really laying out to be something big. I mean, not that it, we didn't ever think it was, but it's like more and more icing on the cake each week that we get to learn about this series. Um, and, I'm gonna love I'm it. I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited for it. I'm ready. You know, it, it, it's so sad that how hard are the Disney servers going to be hit the day this streaming app goes live? Are you, like, so are you, are be, you signing up the day it happens or will you pre-sign? Yeah. Will you just go, okay. I, I, I'm going to pre-sign. I'm going to, I mean, if there is a pre-sign, if there's a pre-sign, I'll do that. Cause seriously, um, I, I'm in a pretty solid position right now. My, my T-Mobile pays for my Netflix. So that's technically free. And uh, when football season's over, we're dropping Hulu to go back to normal. So, so when when this hits, I, I'm I'm ready to jump on it next year. Bring it! I mean, bring it on as soon as possible. I I don't know, you know. I believe we're probably looking at a, a summer to fall release, honestly, for the app. But yeah, I'll, I'll be day one in it or pre-signing when the Disney app goes goes live. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, we're all getting it. Well, there's no even. I mean, we're just doing it. We're doing it. We're yeah, all doing it. But, but let me tell you, they're they're doing something else, and and, and this is important to me. Like, like when oh, it comes yeah. to my anime. Listen, Spike when it Spiegel. comes to my anime. Here yes. Look, look. There's there's certain characters in anime that that are special, that are amazing, and and you know I've talked about. I like Death Note. Yeah. Uh crappy movie uh full metal full metal alchemist was so bad i didn't even speak about it on the podcast till just now bleach yeah you started out you you did okay let's see if there's any more bleach wasn't bad that's an anime i love but one that i own i own this entire series three times i own this series on blu-ray i own this series on dvd i own this series on vhs and that is Cowboy Bebop. I absolutely love it. I have watched every episode to say a minimum of five or six times would be me shooting on the low end of how many times I've seen this. They're going to take Cowboy Bebop live action. Oh, that's just the, the nervousness of saying that, you know. But no Keanu Reeves. No, I don't. I don't need Keanu Reeves. Uh, <laughs> honestly, you, you'll be the only one that gets this, unless some of our listeners know him. If only you could go back in time and cast Ross Flood when he was like 21 years old, it would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, kind yes, of. Kind of. You know, if, if if I think Jet easily cast. I, I don't have a problem with, you know, I think Jet's a fairly easy casting. I think Faye is a fairly easy casting. Uh, the two difficults aren't Ein. Ein's there, no problem. Find a dog, uh, a corgi. Ed and Spike Spiegel. You know, Ed's such a weird little girl. She's always rolling around on the ground and doing flips and standing on her head and reading the computer upside down. The casting for Ed has to be perfect. And I, when I watch this movie it, it's it's not going to be with like a holy grace moretz got it 
It's done. <laughs> Way too old. Way too old. <laughs> uh, you know, the the big question is, who's Spike Spiegel? Who is going to be that guy that has that voice where, you know, he talks about how his, his fighting style is like flowing like water. And Edward you know, Furlong. It, 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 it's just... It, I just think that's a really tough casting, and it has to be done right. And I think you're too close, Sean. I think you're too close. I don't think there's going to be a perfect casting for you. I think you're going to rage when it's announced. I can't wait. I can't wait to rage. Mm. I'm excited for it. Um, I've never seen it in its entirety. I need to. I know. I I recently... the Went back and tried a little, a little more. I watched like the first two or three episodes again. I mean, and to watch one of the best animes ever, you you watch the best animes. Well, ever. okay, Mister, I own it in three different ways. My one of that is Gundam Stardust Memory, which I absolutely love. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, with you, all the way through. Yeah, all eight episodes, all yes. sixteen, all however many. I'm I'm pretty sure you've made me watch uh, quite a bit of that. I I know we have. I know we have. But but I'll I'll let you borrow my uh, Cowboy Bebop set. I'll let you watch one. Oh, while we're speaking about animes and stuff, did you see next year spring? Netflix is getting Neon Genesis Evangelion and yep. the two movies, and Ultraman. Wow. Yes. Yes, but Neon Genesis Evangelion, holy crap. You talk about another one that, when I watched it, I just binged it all. That's another one where I own that one two different ways. I own the entire set on VHS, and I own the entire set on DVD. Uh, I love Neon Genesis Evangelion. One of, I say that, that it's one of the best animes ever, but... It really is critically acclaimed, not just on Sean's anime list, like Neon Genesis. No, 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 it stands up. Yeah, I mean, like, that's uh, that's Akira-level popularity with, with anime, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. whenever Neon Genesis came out, it was just everywhere. I mean, everybody was ravenous for it. Absolutely incredible show. You know, uh, I just can't wait to watch it again. I Do you find... Do you find yourself watching way more streaming because it's inconvenient to go get a DVD these days? Well, not really that so much because I've always been the type if something's on and I want to watch it, I'll go grab, I'll go grab the movie. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like a Marvel movie that's on Netflix, I probably will watch it on Netflix and not go grab the Blu-ray, like Doctor Strange. We haven't right. grabbed the Blu-ray the past, you know, five times we watched it. Um, <laughs> five times we but watched I'm, it. But, 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 but what I'm saying is also, it is, let's say you owned Neon Genesis. Wouldn't you just wait till spring to watch it then? And watch it on streaming rather than uh, having to dig out your box set and... I mean that that's the way I Well yeah, yeah. I, I mean I if it's something like let's say let's say I had all the the entire box set of Lost, but Lost is on Prime Hulu. or Netflix. Yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm just queuing it up and watching it. Right. Right. All right, man. If, let's, if uh, you have nothing else to No, yeah, I no, I, I, I've got Hall. something else, but we're moving to local hall. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to hear your dear God local hall. Uh, well, you know, uh, one of those deals, you know, it's... Um, another one of those deals. Another one of those deals, you know. Uh, I was, you know... I don't just, even know uh, this one. I was, I? Uh, you know, browsing, and I got a notification. It's like some comics have come up on this, and oh. I was like, oh, okay, I, well, I'll just look at it. And it was, you know, crazy... It was a bunch of stuff. It had some stuff uh, that I I thought was interesting, and I was like, they had a crazy mm-hmm. price on it, and I'm like, well, you know what? I'll I'll throw this out there, and I'm like, hey, look, you know, I think, I, and actually, I think I spoke to this person before. I was like, look, I'm, you know, we may have talked before. I'm not quite sure. Um, I know these have been out here, you know, and I'll, I'll give you this much. You know, it's a lot lower than what you're asking. A lot lower than what you're, a lot. Let me say a lot lower than what you're asking uh but uh you know if if you don't get your price let me know something you know a minute later i'll take it (laughs) i'm like what how what okay um okay so here i am with 300 comics um 300 300 comics uh yeah, you know, probably 50 new Amazing Spider-Man from, like, 110 through 250-60-something. You, so you know, a bunch of John Romita Jr., some John uh, Romita, some... I finally got my first uh, 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 Green Goblin, you know, uh, uh, classic mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man. And now, it's not it's not Norman, it's Harry. But, I mean, it's, it's that... Right. Green Goblin. Well, I mean, I do have like Todd McFarlane Green Goblin, but let's be honest, that's not that's not classic Green Goblin. That's that's Todd McFarlane. Um, bunch of that. On the Todd. Uh, some some Marvel team up uh, that I that I needed as well. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of twelve and fi- there is a beautiful, beautiful twelve cent Superman comic. I mean, white pages. I don't know. I mean, in in I mean, not all these comics are in the greatest condition, but how like this gem comes out of here, I have no clue. But I mean, there's a bunch of detective comics in the, you know, fifteen to thirty cent area, and you know, just some classic stuff and a oh, whole yeah. lot of um, newer stuff too. Spider Verse stuff was in there, which I still have yet to go through. Um. So there may be some first appearances of characters from Spider-Verse in there. So I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Hooray. I'm hey, happy for hey, you. Hey, Mr. I Smart am... Guy, I said some of those are yours. I know. I know. I, I'm very happy for you. I'm just a little cynical. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, guys, if y'all are patient, you know, if you're willing to wait on stuff. Don't patronize me. It'll come to you. <laughs> It will oh, yeah. come to you. Oh yeah, yeah. Just don't be, just don't be vigilant. Just be vigilant and don't, uh, you know, don't just jump at everything that you know. I've lost out on plenty, but Whatever. you know, every so often, yeah. you got every it. so often, like every third podcast, Ricky strikes gold. Oh, you know. what's this? What? <laughs> what? Oh, uh, nothing. I'm just looking. Oh, that's in Tennessee. Never mind. Damn it. All right. Oh, oh, he. Oh, every now and then, just striking gold while recording a podcast. I, I just happened to pull it. I had a notification. I don't need Tennessee. Nothing. All right, man. 
when we we were talking movies before the podcast, just shooting the crap, and we we basically just walked right into this one. Let let's talk about have you seen it? Dazed and confused. Yeah, the the movie from nineteen ninety three that took us back to nineteen seventy six. You know, but the thing about this movie that the the thing that I love is it's one of those the, so quotable. Well, yeah, it's so quotable. It's so relatable. Um, maybe maybe not so modern day. The modern teenager wouldn't get it. But being younger, well, you know, I think 80s, you know what I think. Younger in the eighties, we could relate to these guys. I think there's a. I think that movie has a lot of what, say, The Breakfast Club has. I mean, there is a lot that rings true as a teenager, mm-hmm. even though it takes place in the seventies. A lot of the relationships, the conversations, the situations, right. completely well, relatable, dude. I mean, seriously, but the the only thing that I, I don't think would be relatable nowadays is the modern times is even when I was in high school in the 90s, in the late 90s, we had freshman kill day where the seniors basically just found freshmen and destroyed them on, on a quite literal basis, which was awesome for me because my brother was a freshman <laughs> when I was a senior. So... If you think if half the stuff in this movie occurred today, it, it would be like somebody declared World War Three on high schools. I mean, there, there would be flipping, oh my lord, somebody's picking on my baby. It, it, it's ridiculous. It, it's, uh, I, But I love this movie because of all the names that are in it. Like Jason London, not Jeremy London. But you have Joey Lauren Adams, who's from Jonesboro, Arkansas, by the way. Uh, you have Mia Jovovich, like seriously, Adam Goldberg, and, and this is what I thought was hilarious: is the other Adam those... Goldberg, not 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 the not the Goldberg Goldberg, the other Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. But what's really funny is if you click on you know Dazed and Confused on IMDb, you have to click Show Full Casting. To get down here to this name, uh, Ben Ben Affleck, Ben yes. Affleck, and and Matthew McConaughey and Parker Posey. All right, all right, uh, all right, all right. Are you serious? Like you go down the list. That is just so. It, it's such a good movie. I love it. I it, it it is quite quotable to me. It's very relatable to me. And if you're one of those that needs that throwback to the nostalgia, the fun of, you know, the times that were going on back when this movie was portrayed, I absolutely love Dazed and Confused. Definitely see it. Watch it. Live it. Yeah, it's man. Good stuff. Um, mine, you know, it's, it's that time of year. It's Christmas is coming up. And, mm-hmm. um, one of my favorite guilty pleasure Christmas movies is the remake of Miracle on 34th Street. I love this movie. Good movie, honestly, man. Good it's, movie. It's 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 produced by John Hughes. It's not directed, but I mean, it's got that John Hughes feel to it. It stars Richard Attenborough, you know, the uh, old guy from uh, Jurassic Park who also may have directed Gandhi if you did not know that. Um right. 
And, uh, uh, oh, what's his face from, uh, oh, dadgummit, the first season of American Horror Story, um, Dylan McDermott. Oh, yeah. And the girl from Matilda. <laughs> and that's all the, all the names I could think of besides the second Raiden from the second Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, what is his name? <laughs> that, <laughs> that, guy's, awesome. that guy's in there. That guy. Yeah, that guy. That's that pretty funny. Awesome. Um, you know, it, it's about Santa. It's about thanks. It's a Thanksgiving movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's a. It's not Hallmark. I mean, it's much. It's a better quality. You know, there's a scene that really gets you. Where as a parent, I mean, there's a this lady takes her daughter to see Santa Claus, but she's deaf and. Uh, she says, you know, she tells him like, oh, she just wanted to come see you. You know, there's not much you can, you know, she can't hear or read lips or anything like that yet. So, but he starts, he carries on a conversation with her in sign language. Right. And it's just such a, that child, yeah. you know, portrays this, this joy that it's just, you know, as a parent, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a special place in your heart where where santa is real and miracles do occur and yeah yeah like you said this movie wow you know it uh it's really not a yearly film in this house maybe it should be starting this year well you know i i got to thinking about it before i watched it i was like oh is this really the one we want to watch do we want to watch something else you know Mm-hmm. It's like this movie. I know what it is, and blah blah blah. Well, well, let's just watch something. And I forgot how much I just dig in this movie when it's when it's on, um, right? And I, I and I love it. I mean, like it's not. I would much prefer to watch Christmas Vacation, but we're going to go to the theater and watch it, so we're saving ourselves. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Melba's going to have a special thing with that, and we'll see that there. But Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street this week. Absolutely, dude. Great, great movie. Absolutely. Excellent choice. The original's well, not bad I, either, but this one's my I, favorite. As I always ask, man, do you have anything else to add this week? Um, I did, but I've already forgotten because we got off on that. Um, he did, but he forgot. The and first reviews of the uh, Into the Spider-Verse are, are out. Like Chris Stuckman has a, has a review up already. I'm not even watching it. Yeah. I'm staying. I'm staying away, dude. Oh, Bob, taking both kids. I seriously want to go see this just fresh as could be. They're pumped. Oh, I'm excited. I am beyond excited for for what this movie holds. Yeah, Into the Spider Verse coming up very soon in in this household. Super soon. Well, man, I hope you remember what you were going to talk about for next week's show. If you got nothing else. No, do it. All right. On social media, you can find me most active on Vero, but I ain't going to lie. I'm stepping up my pace. I'm rising to the occasion. I'm going to start doing Instagram a little better, uh, posting videos, posting uh, just comic book stuff, comic books that I've posted on Vero that are already cropped and primed to look and wonderful. Let's just... Move some of those over to Instagram, you know, make things look a little better over there. Uh, 
So Maynard98 on Instagram. Also on Twitter, if you want to reach me there, at Maynard98. Rick, where can they find you? You can find us at Not So Southern G's on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentlemen on Facebook. You can look at Prime Studio on Instagram. You can find us both on Vero. We're Vero verified. You can even send us an email at NotSoSouthernGentlemen at gmail.com. That's right. You know, you know, just before the recording of the podcast, just before I'd made a podcast post on Instagram. I really? Got a, I got a message. I got a message from one Stevie, and uh, he wanted to know what that email address was. So uh, just for Stevie, you know, it's not so Southern Gentleman at gmail dot com. But you know uh, what's funny is we've never received an email from Stevie, have we? Uh, no, but we've received two from two from Joel, and we haven't read either of them yet. Well, well, I, I, I <laughs> Joel, I'm so I, sorry. I'm looking at it right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> next next week we we will discuss Joel's uh, PlayStation Four games. That that is going on top of the list because I've already I listened to this week past week's episode, and while I was talking about PS Four games, I thought of whole other topics i would i would love to discuss about ps4 games so yeah save that put a pin in it uh and we will discuss joel's ps4 games and more of them next week so for not so southern gentlemen i'm sean i'm rick why do you sound so sad because it's the end of a great episode sad sad man i can't watch this end of the spider-verse review because you've convinced me not to Good, good. Sit, that's okay. Cry yourself to sleep on your 300 amazing comics. Oh, they're beautiful. Ah! Y'all have a good night. <laughs>